0: welcome back to kettlebells and cocktails i'm your host john back with my bestie nikki nikki how are
1: you i'm good tonight how are you
0: i'm good we have a guest i've never talked to before christian harris what's going on man nothing much just uh
2: winding down for the evening oh you guys got me out you guys got me out here way (laughs) past my bedtime right now
1: okay so wait this is (laughs) this is actually hilarious so i was working with deb to like schedule tonight and usually we end up recording in the evenings like after I put my kid down. So, you know, I don't know, like eight ish is typically yeah, yeah. typically what we do. And she was like, Ooh, so like, hmm. Christian <laughs> <laughs> is sort of like you coach the early classes at your gym and Yeah, I coach yeah. to six
2: AM and I'm I'm just like wired to uh going to bed around like nine ish or so and then waking up at five in the morning. So right now the kids are—they just went up, and uh, here we are.
1: Mm-hmm. So well, drinking, drinking a little with c- us.
2: CBD. I'm queuing up to sleep right now. Ooh, dude, man, six a.m. So is no joke.
0: <laughs> no joke, having to get up that early. Well, I'm really up at five. But yeah, well yeah, that's the point. To, I, yeah. Dude, that was my class when I started CrossFit. Every day for like five years, I was that five a.m. guy. And okay, so a, so you were in the fours. Well, no, that's a different world. You they like, oh, come in early. Sure. You know those classes come in early. They don't say a word to each other. They just come in. It's all silent, nothing but heavy breathing and knees creaking. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> do they that. don't say anything through the warm up. And then when the workout's about to start, they start to loosen up and like get their life together. And then they're yep. fine by the end. But it's like that first twenty minutes just is like dead air. It's the worst. It is funny you say that because the the morning crew is such a different culture than the afternoon.
2: And uh, for the Open this year, I was just talking with my partner, and we're going to do Friday night lights, but we're going to do all the AM classes versus all the PM classes. (gasps) I love that. Wait,
1: how? How do you do it? Like, what's the scoreboard, leaderboard situation?
2: Yeah, so what I was just talking to him about, um, we're going to call it the early birds versus the night owls. And... We'll have about 10 to 15 scores that matter, and that's going to be your team score. So, you know, say there's 50 people on one team, 50 people on another team, the top 15 scores each week will kind of contribute to.
1: Yeah. 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 So do something like school, that. Old school team style. Yeah. That was like how it used to be back in the day. Exactly. Um, if you were put to put together an affiliate team, your entire gym would register and they would just take the top scores.
2: Yep. Yep.
0: So yep. bringing it back to the roots.
1: Yeah. I oh, love that.
0: 4 AM people though. You know, you got to go to Friday night lights. They're like, it's dark outside. What are we doing now? Like, why am I working out at this time of night? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> then they got to get up and actually come to the workout the next day. That's even worse. Right. I could totally relate to that.
1: <laughs> we're actually we're making you do it right now. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you guys. Back in the day, I feel like when I first started CrossFit, I was totally a six AM person. And then but I was young and I could do anything. Well, how <laughs> now, old are you? Well, now I'm thirty four. You guys, it's my last year yeah, not, not, not in the Masters. This is my oh. last non Masters open. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'll make it? <laughs> I think bye, you'll bye, be all right. will right. be yeah. fine.
0: You'll be fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, God. But I do feel like when my, in my 20s, I could do anything. In my 20s, I could, like, operate on four hours of sleep. Truly. For sure. fine. And then for the last 18 months, I think I've only been operating on four hours of sleep. But it's been, like, not okay. it be
2: like that. It'd be <laughs> like that when you have kids.
1: When does it get better? <laughs> when do I start sleeping?
2: It doesn't. Well, how how old is your baby?
1: 18 months. Year and a half.
2: So... Yeah, I mean everything goes in stages, right? The teething stage, the mm-hmm. the bed stage, the I'm scared of the dark stage. So there's there's all the the different ones and they go through their highs and lows, but we will get through it. I'm
0: still in three of those stages. For me personally, I mean <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the bedwetting is rampant, I'm sure. Yeah, that usually oh, poses God. a problem. Mm. Um but after after that. Sort of like early on CrossFit period where I was working out in the morning. I ended up I can only work out at night now, and I don't know where the flop happened. But there was a time where I was coaching five thirty and six thirty a.m. and then going to my right day job and then coming back to work out at five thirty p.m. Whoa! That was a wild. <laughs> that was a wild time.
2: Yeah, I couldn't even imagine doing that right now. No more.
1: Oh, I, I
2: coach I coach morning classes exclusively, and. I was talking to my partner about potentially picking up a afternoon class one day a week. That's living on the dark side right there.
1: Dang, that's a <laughs> lot. There's there's a lot you got to factor in to like, when do you get your own workout in? When yeah. do you eat? When do you nap? Big, big For sure. questions, important questions.
0: Wow. Well, so tough. Chris, how yeah. old are your kids? Uh, 11 and seven. Oh, those are good ages. So you have to, you're in, you're in the fun stage right now, where they're they're young enough where they still think you hung the moon and they love you. They think you're a genius. Like they have not quite yet figured out. Like mine figured out at around twelve that daddy wasn't that smart. You know, <laughs> I remember the day it happened. Actually, like the actual day it happened, my daughter was in fifth grade, and she had uh, some sort of math homework. And she asked me for the answer. And I'm like, hold on, baby, daddy's doing something. And I grabbed my phone. She's like, Are you Googling the answer? And I'm <laughs> like, Yes. And you can just see the disappointment in her face.
1: Uh, well, how old,
0: you, how old are your kids? Oh, they're old now. they like 21 and 19. They're okay. college kids. So I've moved past all those fun stages. And they're, you know, they I'm back to them being awesome. You know, I've I've moved past the moody stage and the high school years. And back yeah, to so that's, that's
2: that's before. incoming for me very shortly. Yeah, it seems like.
0: the, those are the fun years.
1: I like the sass. I might be alone in that, but I just truly, I mean, until I had a baby, and now, of course, I'm, like, obsessed with babies, and they're amazing, and I, like, want 10 of them. But before this, like, I just never wanted kids, and I didn't ever like kids, and that was just was not for me. And I actually really like the, like, sassy teenage, kind of starting to get an attitude because I'm like, I can roll with that. (laughs) Um, But now, of course, I'm like, babies are great.
0: Do your your kids roll to the gym with you at all? Or do they they not have anything to do with it?
2: Here and there, mostly during the summertime, you know, when they're off from school, I'll take them to the gym while I'm coaching and stuff like that. They'll hop in with the classes. Um, But during this time of year, it's pretty tough with all their school sports and that kind of stuff um you know they're in every sport imaginable soccer lacrosse basketball yeah. you know they do it all so it's a lot of driving around
1: dang yeah the parent shuffle is serious
2: for real and we only have two we only have we only have two and not like you know i see some parents you know they've got three four five kids i'm like i don't understand how that works
1: you don't gotta understand be. <laughs> how more than one works. Yes, no.
2: Not yet, but uh, you said you want ten, so you're on your way.
1: Oh man, <laughs> yeah, that would be. Had we started having kids like ten years ago, I totally would be like, I would like the football team. Yeah, in this family, but yeah. See,
2: I, I said that initially before I had kids. Uh, just you know, growing up with three brothers and ha- having two is perfect. You know, it's
1: all, all good.
2: Yeah, we're good here. We're good here. Shops closed. Good. Yeah. good. Shops closed.
1: <laughs> uh, so Chris, you have, you have so much going on. I mean, I know you run this affiliate, you are still competing. You just came back from Waterpalooza. Like you're recovering from that. Like what is, what is your world looking like these days? How do you, how and where do you devote your time?
2: Yeah, there's a lot going on um, over the past you know, two, three years, I've really developed the skill of compartmentalization and utilizing a schedule, um, competing in the sport of CrossFit, having an affiliate, but also being someone that owns a brand, uh, Move Fast Lattevi. you know, clothing and apparel, as well as an online training platform, selling programs and things like that. I mean, that's a lot of different hats to wear. So if I don't schedule my days out and maximize that time efficiently, then, you know, I'll run myself into the ground, which I've done many times. Um, But the biggest things for me is just setting my days up for success. So, you know, my morning routine, um, getting to the gym, coaching the six and then from, you know, seven to nine ish or so I'm I'm getting my training done. And then once that's done, then I'm working on the businesses, trying to get that stuff done before the kids get home so that I can devote my time to spending with the fam.
1: All right. So I am made of questions because Lord knows I am the worst (laughs) at scheduling and I am currently buried. I am buried under just like work and life and responsibilities and shit like that. So when you make your schedule, if you say like, I'm going to train from seven to nine, from nine to 10, I'm going to do move fast, lift heavy from 10 to 12. I got calls for the gym or whatever. Do you stick to those time frames, even if you don't get the actual amount of work done, or do you shift them? Because that's what I find is I'm like, oh, I'll work on this for an hour, and an hour goes by, and I'm, I'm not done. Like I gotta, everything gets pushed back because I'm not done. I gotta finish the thing.
2: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, when I do work on these things, I try to uh, list them by priority. So the things that are more time sensitive, I'll try to get those done and work on those first, because if I try to, you know, allocate an hour for the gym, an hour for programming, an hour for this, even though I need to work on that stuff, if I don't dedicate the time to getting the time sensitive stuff done, then it's really going to set me back even further. So I always try to kind of prioritize it as well,
1: Do you um, write it down? and that usually helps. Or, like, use a program or anything like that?
2: I don't. Um, I've Lives kind of in been your in your brain. Yeah. I've kind of yeah. been in the same um, routine of things for about two to three years now. But also, Deb is someone that keeps me very organized and says, Whoosh, You got to be here at this time. Whoosh, hop mm-hmm. on this podcast at 8.30. Whoosh.
1: necessary we all need a dev in our lives for god's sake can i have one can i have her
0: yeah
2: i I mean and that's that's one of the things honestly like being organized was never a skill of mine and she is someone that is pretty organized and very organized rather and she's helped to get me to understand the importance of that so i kind of rely on her for that type of uh skill set
1: no, surrounding yeah. yourself with the right people is half the battle, isn't it? Because then you can, you can, like you said, succeed in the areas where you are already sort of built to succeed. And you're not having to necessarily put time or effort toward a skill set that you either don't like or don't have. And if that's being organized or whatever, then you know finding someone to balance you out is so helpful.
2: Oh, for sure. You need a team. Speaking of teams, I've got two.
1: <laughs> oh, how so?
2: Uh we're trying to get two teams for the games this year. Oh, um, you are.
1: Yeah. yeah. How's that going?
2: It's, it's 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 going well. It's going well. I actually have a, a Zoom call with them tomorrow to get things a little bit organized and, and schedules kind of buttoned up for the year. But I'll kind of run through the rosters. If you guys have not heard, uh, my team from last year is returning, (gasps) with the exception we're replacing one female. Um, We've added Chloe, Govin David.
1: Yay! Chloe's awesome.
2: Yeah. So she's going to be on the team along with myself, Will Carter, and Winter Nicolette. Great. And then our other team, I've had the... Pleasure of competing with them in the past. Uh, Dex Hopkins, Brooke Haas, and then Christine Best.
1: Yay. Yeah.
2: And then uh, up-and-comer Joe Piero.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Oh, my gosh. We yeah. love all these people.
0: Yeah. I know I saw that video of you and Christine doing wall balls and she was jumping for her life.
1: She's, <laughs> like, she's like It was pretty funny.
0: Oh she was like literally just leaping to get that ball up there. I'm like, oh, I love Christine so much. Yeah.
2: So we were going through that workout and like, you know, I'm kind of just like looking at her out of my peripheral, but then I
0: look back at the video and I'm like, gosh, you're jumping literally every single rep. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Who's gonna be in charge of keeping Dex in check? That's what I wanna know. Cause Dex Dex has got a real waffle pancake uh problem that I noticed while we were in Miami. Every time I ran into him, he was at this you know, <laughs> down the street with a stack of waffles in front of him I'm like, oh bro, I'm like how can you eat this much food and every day he's just piling it on? I'm like
2: Yeah, I think the girls are gonna definitely have him in check quite a bit. Um, Brooke and, and Christine will definitely be uh setting some ground rules, I think.
0: Yeah, so Dex is, uh, mm-hmm. was living in my hometown in Tupelo, Mississippi and training with my 78-year-old dad there for a couple of years and did a really awesome hype video of old Roy doing box jumps and and dumbbell mm-hmm. snatches. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, so, he's good like that. He's good. He's talented. He's got that fun little Southern accent that the girls like, so he'll be, he'll be fun <laughs> on your team. He'll be fun. For sure. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the dynamic,
2: Um, having two games teams kind of battling it out week to week. It's going to be interesting. I've never had that experience before.
1: What is it like, like running and managing athletes when it comes to team stuff? Because I don't think that we, from the outside looking in, have a really good perspective of just how much coordination and... Even know like like both mentally and physically, you got to get people on the same page, and that, that's a lot of people for you when <laughs> you've got two yeah. teams. Like, what what goes into picking them, managing them, making sure they're all doing what they got to do, all that stuff. <laughs>
2: um, so honestly, last year was a bit easier because of the the rules that they had in mm-hmm. place, where you had to actually live where you were training out of and competing out of. Where this year, you just have to do the open and quarterfinals. So this has been like a huge headache for me over the mm. past couple of months, trying to figure out the logistics of back and forth travel between athletes and teams. And uh, tomorrow, again, I have a call with, with everyone and you know the idea is to try to set some sort of groundwork that allows everybody to flourish right you're only going to be as good as much as you train together mm-hmm. so yeah you have to be here technically for the open and quarterfinals but if that's the only times that you come throughout the year how good can you really be you mm-hmm. know what i mean so i kind of want to hammer home that point um but also being mindful of people's professions and you know not everyone is a full-time crossfit athlete or or affiliate owner, you know, there's a few teachers that are on the roster. So, you know, these are folks with regular nine to five jobs and you have things like quarterfinals where they're putting these workouts during the week now. So that's like a whole nother logistical issue to try to overcome, but we'll make it work. I'm sure. Yeah.
1: yeah. Now, are you like the team dad Like, do people come to you with the problems and the issues and you got it? No, not at all. No,
2: (laughs) not at all. Um, I feel like I'm kind of stern in a sense. And I feel like maybe somewhat of a dad figure, but like, they'll go to mom instead. Got it. You know what I mean? Got it. They don't want to upset you. (laughs) You're going to get the belt, so to speak. (laughs)
1: Got it. Got it. That's interesting. For sure, for sure. Um, um, yeah, I did just, I just read that today about um, how they're going to be releasing one workout a day over the course of the, it's like, they co- it comes out at like noon and you have like 24 hours to submit it or something along those yeah. lines, right? I do
2: yeah, like so that, like to it. be honest, I didn't like the whole release all the workouts at once and then you can kind of like pick, all right, I'm going to do this first, even though it's due on Sunday and kind of play that whole game.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I like having to do it in order. That'll feel more like how, you know, semis or the games is, right? The workout gets announced and you do it on the spot.
1: Yeah, I'm a fan of, I did, I did like the autonomy of when any, basically any event ever could decide its own way at it. I just thought it made things really interesting and exciting, but there is also a part of me that really loves just making everything such an even playing field by making it the same across the board. And obviously like I have big love for regionals because that's how I feel like that's just how the whole thing was started. And that's how I fell in love with CrossFit. Hundred percent, Yeah. Kind of going back to that. I do, I do like where it's going and I do think that it's a cleaner way to find the fittest on earth.
0: Definitely have to definitely agree with you on that.
1: Well, John, when are you going to jump on a team already, huh?
0: I was actually sitting here disappointed. I didn't get invited on either one of these teams. So I don't, <laughs> I, I'm just going to message Rich real quick. I'm sure he's got something of mayhem for me. It'll be fine. Um, you can walk
1: on to that team. You don't even need to try
0: out Mayhem Masters.
2: There you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> John, did <laughs> you
1: ever do like the Legends comp or anything I'd like that? Know. Why? I
0: Why? No.
1: <laughs> at Watapuza. Why would you not no. do
0: that? No, because uh, I don't have any, like, what? these guys do is no just no
2: just
0: it's it's too Mickey. much and
2: you know what i'll tell you it what is. 40 42 pistols on one leg is just way too much damn yeah, it. yeah.
1: about that
0: the life of a competitor is so much different than the average crossfitter i think people don't recognize that everyone sits around everyone oh if i had time to work out you know to all the time i could do this no you couldn't no you couldn't and let me tell you why because I'm sitting here right now drinking a tequila and soda he's drinking beam and getting ready to go to bed that's the difference <laughs> that's the dedication of a of an actual athlete of like having that like wherewithal of saying here's exactly what my diet's going to be yeah. like 7 days a week here's exactly what my sleep is going to be like 7 days a week here's what my lifestyle is going to look like and most people myself included are far too casual with all that to be a, com- mm-hmm. to do anything competitive, including a legends comp, you know, if you're going to do it well, you know, right. 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 So, no, that's you know, too sure. that's, fair. that's fair. And you yeah. know, I just like, I've seen, you know, I've been around too many games athletes and trained with too many of them to see what they do to know that that's just not the life I want to leave. You guys, you guys live like an entirely different mindset than the rest of us. i actually was like, at the beginning of this conversation, you were talking about how you, managing your business and your gym and everything else. And the thing that most impressed me is you're like of all that stuff you're doing. Cause I'm also calculating in my head, all these meals and sleep and everything else that I'm sure you're doing somewhere in all that, you're carving out time to be home for the kids. Yeah. Which is really cool to me. You know, was that, is that somehow, were you raised that way or just some, just something you're wired to do?
1: Well,
2: I or think, both. well, growing up, like not really having a father figure around definitely makes me want to be there for everything that my kids are doing. So that weighs heavily in a lot of the reason why I structure my ways, my days, the way that I do. Um, So I, I try to do my best to have like a hard cutoff of being home at three, which is like right before the fam gets home. Mm -hmm. And it also gives me, selfishly like 10 to 15 minutes solo before like all the chaos starts at yep. the house. So um, it give, gives me a couple minutes to like, just decompress from everything I've done already in the day. And then to kind of like trying to be present for the fam.
0: You know, it's just always interesting to me how, how many athletes I meet like yourself that just seem to be the kind of the Kings of prioritization and not only being able to prioritize the things that are important, but the things that are really important, which are not, I don't want to break anyone's heart listening that loves CrossFit. It's not thrusters and pull-ups. That's not like right. the most important thing, you know? And so yeah. I'm, I'm just always impressed by how many people I've met within this sport, like yourself and, you know, I think a Tim Paulson and and Dex, who has two little kids, you know, and that they can prioritize family and children, you know, over... Mm-hmm you know kind of uh you know i don't think it's glamorous but the you know the glamorous part of the sport which is the competing and and uh you know the workout so yeah that's that's the
2: fun stuff but it isn't always easy i'll tell you that and there's good and bad days just like everyone else but obviously on instagram
0: it's all a highlight reel (laughs) Mm -hmm. do what do your kids think you're a big deal or they just think this crossfit thing's silly
2: uh my, my little guy, actually, it was funny. He asked me the other day, he's like, Dad, are you famous? I'm like, no, I'm not famous. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Legit no. <laughs> question. Was he like, cool, I knew but, you were lame, whatever? <laughs> no,
2: but it was just it was just funny.
0: Ha- have they been to an event and <laughs> you have to sign an autograph or take a photo of someone yet?
2: So my little guy has not been to like any of the actually he's been to sanctionals but it was the mac and i had like my worst competitive showing of my career but uh my little guy my older guy sorry has been to regionals back when it was at reebok hq
1: oh wow i don't know
2: if you guys are around for that but
1: yep yeah yeah out in canton
2: yeah canton and um they're going to be coming out to semis this year and, and to games this year. This is going to be my last year, uh, going for it. So, oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: What, uh, what was it like making that decision?
2: It was definitely tough, but I've been saying for like the past three years, like, uh ah, I'm probably just, this is going to be my last one. Okay. Eh, this is going to be my last one, but this is really going to be my last one. Okay.
1: Got it. Got it. For <laughs> real, for real this time. For real, for real. Why? <laughs>
2: Um, I've just been doing this since 2011 and like competing in it. And, you know, just like John's saying, like the many years of trying to stay so dialed in and committed, it just, it's starting to uh, mentally wear on me a bit. And, you know, after last year coming in eighth, I'm just not a hundred percent like fulfilled and I really want to get on the podium and kind of go out on that note. So that's, that's kind of the game plan this year. Try to, try to end out on a high note right off into the sunset.
1: Yeah. Well, I want to ask like what, what has changed or what what's sort of like on the docket to help you get there. But before I hear the full answer, I assume that, Part of that answer has to do with the tools that you use to train. And so we want to just give a shout out to Airwave, who is our sponsor for this episode, and you are one of their athletes. And so give us a snapshot of how you use the mouthpiece when you train.
2: Uh, it's funny. They they just came out with a shirt that I got, and it says, um, what does it say? It says something like, I feel naked without it. <laughs> and it's true because... When I first tried it, it took me about 3 times to like actually like give it a true shot. I remember the first workout that I did with it, it was a salt bike sprints and running, and within like 2 minutes I like spit this thing out across the gym. Then I tried it again. And then the third time that I tried it, I tried it in a strength session, and I'm a big grinder with my teeth, especially mm. when I'm squatting, and just having it in my mouth protecting my teeth it just really gave me like some mental comfort and then from that point i started wearing it more and more and then started noticing the benefit of wearing the airwave during you know conditioning pieces and now i wear it all the time the only time i don't i don't wear it in training is swimming and i've tried it once but it would take some getting used to for sure mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. it took me like three or four times just to stop drooling when I had it. (laughs) But that goes away. I will say that that goes away.
2: Well, the best part is trying to have a conversation with someone. (laughs) All the lisping, all the spitting all over. It's it's, it's a good time.
1: Yep, yep. I will say, um, if it's, if you're new here and this is your first episode and you haven't heard about Airway before, well, first of all, welcome, I guess. But second of all, uh, it is a really small and relatively inobtrusive mouthpiece that sits kind of like on your bottom teeth and you can form it directly to your mouth. You can reform it as many times as you want. I know when we say mouthpiece, I think people think about like, the mouth guards like the we football. wore as kids, yeah, yeah for football right. or lacrosse or whatever where it's like or like the big ones you like bite into at the dentist's office, not like that at all. you actually can kind of like talk with it in a little bit and it's it sits pretty comfortably and it just it positions your jaw in a way that better allows for air intake, so it can really help you during long Met Connie type workouts, avoid hitting the wall and it can help with recovery, It can help you with biting down and grinding your teeth on lifting and all of that, all that jazz. For it. sure.
2: I love
0: it.
1: I also and, found oh go ahead, John. I'll say okay,
0: and you get to shove it in your mouth hole.
1: You get to put it in your mouth hole. <laughs> when we back when you first said that they they yeah. just made a shirt I was like does the shirt say you put it in your mouth hole because that's <laughs> no, my no. line trademark TM
0: I mean, you I,
2: might have to hit him up for that, for sure. I would wear it.
0: Just I think fine. we, I think if we, we could co-brand a shirt. It'd be great.
1: <laughs> Kettlebells and cocktails. You put it in your mouth hole. Put it in your mouth
0: hole. <laughs> my, uh, my training way. partner and and co-owner of the the gym I own, uh, wears one. Swears by it, and yeah, he's yeah. he's crazy good on the rower, and uh, it annoys me how good he is, and he swears by this thing. And, you know, that, you know, he's a doctor and, you know, it's like he's one of those guys like you can't hand him something without him reading right. every damn word on the label, you know. <laughs> and so that's when you know, I, I was already using it and already knew it was good. But that's when I was like really sold. I'm like, because I know this guy like got the specs. He'll call know? the bullshit out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't like. This is like, this guy is crazy about, you know, the science behind everything and swears by this thing. And, and to his credit has a ridiculously good engine, you know, on the bike, on the rower, like, you know, and, uh, so yeah, it's the real deal. And he also shoves it in his mouth hole. Yeah,
1: I'm sure he does. I'm sure he yeah. does. So, um, so shout out to Airwave. Thank you. Thank you for sponsoring this episode. And if you guys want to try it out, it's a i r w a a v dot com. So I would say, aside from what you are shoving in your mouth hole, what is, what is sort of like setting this season apart for you in terms of what you're doing to really try and achieve those goals on what will probably be, I won't say definitively, but probably be your last run at the podium?
2: Yeah, it's a great question. Um, one, it starts with kind of understanding what didn't go so well last season and the holes that needed to be filled. So am I, can you guys hear me?
0: Yeah, you're good.
2: All right. Uh, Understanding like what needed to be worked on, what holes needed to be filled. And I think, you know, with the addition of Chloe, she is definitely going to be a force to be reckoned with and someone that definitely helps to elevate our potential. Um, Also kind of keeping our core that we had together with Will and Winter, we all know how each other operate and, you know, just being able to have another year of building off of each other is going to be something that works really well for us. But then also with the addition of another team to push against, Day in and day out, I think that's going to make a big difference, too, because on the team side of things, you really don't know where you're at until you show up at a semis. And at that point, you don't it's either too late or maybe you'll skate in and, and figure it out. But having a team to actually push against day in and day out, it's definitely going to make things very interesting
0: as the person in charge of the teams last year seemed to be like kind of an utter nightmare for teams for a lot of different reasons. How do you manage all those different personalities? Like you can't control the other seven people on these teams or what they're doing outside of you. Like you can only control them when you're there training. Like, do you worry about that at all? Do you think about it? Is that something like you just get the people on the teams and just, let's just go for it. Or like, what's the I do. I do. And it stresses
2: me out. (laughs) Yeah. I need to like also understand that these are people with their own personalities and lives and everything like that. So, you know, I can't control everyone. All I could do is try to lay some ground rules, give some education so that they understand that the choices that they make, they can affect the team and yeah, just try to set a good example
0: you know. Yeah, that seemed to be the hardest thing last year. It's like, you know, CrossFit was, uh it's all the noise outside of the actual competition that makes it even worse. You know, all the talking heads coming in with opinions over a hundred different things. And, you know, there's always the dad in me that I don't really care about everybody else's opinions. I'm like more worried about the four people on the team that are kind of hurting as things are going down. And I always wonder like the person in charge, like how stressful is that as, you know, you you spend so much time training and then some outside influence messes it up. And, you know, the the disappointment that comes with that, I know. Yeah. I mean,
2: that's definitely a a real thing. And uh, I'm already in for it this year because now there's an additional team. So there's going to be quite a few more personalities to deal with, but it's all part of the fun and and I'm looking forward to it because it's only going to help me to, grow and learn more as, you know, not only an athlete, but as a coach and and a mentor as well.
0: Do you, do you listen to, you know, the, the noise outside of what you guys are training? Like, you know, there's always the, you know, the morning chalk ups and the podcasts like ours and and else, you know, talking about who's going to win and who isn't, who's the favorite and this team screwed up. Like, do you, do you even hear any of that or you just stay squarely focused on your own work? Yeah, I mean, you hear it, but it doesn't, like,
2: like, if I hear, you know, this team is, oh, they've got these athletes, like, cool, like, what am I going to do? I'm, all I can do is what we're doing in the gym and and try to get as fit as we can and as tight-knit as we can, you know what I mean? Like, cool.
1: <laughs> For sure. You know? what um what kind of plans do you have for the business? Like, what are your goals that, on that side of things?
2: That's a great question. Um, on the online training side of things, we are in the midst of launching some more individualized stuff. So that's, a, that's kind of a question that we get a lot on our platform. Um, so just to give a little bit of an insight of what the training is, it's called Train With CH. Christian Harris. And it follows exactly what I'm doing one week out. So everything that I just did today, everyone's going to be doing next Wednesday, if you follow the program. And everything that I do is broken down into either a double session, which is how I present it. Or if you don't have the time for a double session, we'll take out, you know, like a monostructural piece and maybe some of the accessory work to cut it down to a 90 minute session. And if you don't have enough time for a 90 minute session, then it's broken down even further to a 60 minute session. Now what we're, we also have pump with CH, which is a bodybuilding program. So now what we're going to do is we're going to have an individualized component to that. So we should be announcing it, I think later this week, but I guess you guys are going to hear it first. Will Carter Scoop. is going to be <laughs> Will Carter is going to be our individualized uh, first individualized programming coach under the platform. So, pretty excited for that.
1: That's awesome. I love I love that you personally are going through the programming because I feel like that is one of the biggest disconnects I find sometimes in. Uh, You know, in affiliate programming and also in professional programming is the people who see it all on paper, but don't put their bodies through it and don't have the experience to say like, oh, shit, that really hurt or like that was not the right weight, you know, a
2: 100 percent. So like the other half of that is sometimes I'll write a workout and it's like just a little too ambitious. So it allows me a chance to kind of tailor it back and make it that right stimulus you know, take those ten pounds off or add the ten pounds on to make it the stimulus that it should be hitting for that particular workout. So it's yeah. it's definitely uh, valuable in that sense. I also I'll put like a video each day of you know how I personally did in the workout, how I broke it up, or my strategies, or just sometimes it's just like that sucked, y'all. Like go yeah. get it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Where, where is the time for that? We didn't talk about video production and the, the daily <laughs> schedule of getting home at three for eight minutes of solo Chris time before the family gets like that is a lot of work.
2: It is. I think one of the, the underrated pe- things that people don't get is the uh, the social media stuff that that could 1000% be a full time job. Um, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Especially being an athlete in the space and having sponsors and things like that, all the obligations of trying to meet post requirements. Like it's, it can be overwhelming at times, but again, if you, if you're organized, you have a team behind you and, you know, you have somewhat of a creative instinct, I think it's not too bad.
1: It, it's not too I'm bad. so bad you guys i am so bad at it like i'm so bad at like reels and tiktok and i want to be good like i'm you got to
2: stop saying that
1: well like this is the thing it's like i'm really good at it from a marketing standpoint because that's what i do full time but i'm really bad at it if i just need to like find time to dedicate to doing Mm -hmm. it like it's awful and i do the like whatever reels bonus situation yeah so technically like instagram will pay me to post videos. And I made the mistake of telling this to Matt like two months ago. And since then he's straight up become my agent. He's like, this is the next sound we're going to use. And this is the video that you need to post. And this is, can you, are you going to do that today? Cause we're going to make like 50 bucks off that video. And I'm like, yeah. ah, damn, okay. Like I got, I got other shit to do, but okay. Good. It's funny
2: though. When you look at the, um, the reels bonus thing and it's like, It's like $200,000. It's like, what do you actually have to do to get that $200,000? It's like some astronomical number that no one's hitting.
1: I don't know. Because for a month straight, I think I posted like two a week. And I made like $200. But to him, (laughs) it's free money. He's like, you better be posting that shit twice a day. Like, okay.
0: Instagram can't figure out how much they want to pay everyone. So for Chris, it may be $200,000. I don't know what they're paying. Well, How much are they offering to pay you, Nikki? What is it? You know, so th- n- it's like no. a it's like a no, sliding it's scale.
1: That. It's a sliding scale, and they won't they don't tell you until it's payout time, so you don't know. It's never for me. It's not. Ne- I mean, I don't do it a lot, but it's, it I've never made more than like scale. one or two hundred
0: Static dollar amount.
1: No, and if I get
0: to a certain number of views, I get paid the static dollar amount, and it's an obnoxiously low dollar amount considering how many followers I have. Is really
1: that? Yeah, but it's not every video is the same it's like they get juiced at the beginning. Not every view is the same amount of yeah. payout. That's it's like it's smell. like within
2: the first hour I yeah. believe of posting are the ones that count. But honestly, I'm kind of just talking out of my ass right now. I think I think that's what it is.
0: Well, it's different for everyone. That's my point. They have a oh, I think okay. they're testing multiple things. I was talking to a, someone else in the space earlier in the week and they were telling me what their rate was. And it was significantly higher than mine. I'm like, I got three times as many followers as you. Now I'm mad. Like now I'm annoyed. Um, mm. my- it's, it's a first <laughs> of problems. You know what it's I mean? I know. My, problems, max,
1: my max for the month is only $1,200. So <laughs> mine is significantly lower, but I'm telling you to Matt, it's like free money. And he's like, you need to be making hilarious reels on a daily basis with all of your free time, Nikki. <laughs>
0: That's what I'm doing my free time. I think he's right. You should.
1: Just I, I wish I have about seven minutes of free time. Like Chris has his like ten to fifteen alone minutes. I have like seven of those alone minutes on a daily basis. Mm, That's all I yeah. got.
0: Oh, well, you can crank out one one reel a day in just a minutes. It'll
1: I will fun. have to do that. Um, I will say that if you hilarious like sounds or trends that you think I should do, send them to me because I'm not creative. Oh. What about? plans as far as the uh, apparel business?
2: Um, so what are we doing there? We are, I don't want to give out too much strategy. but
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait, I feel like we're getting all the scoops on tonight's <laughs> show. This God. is the best.
2: Um, well, I will say Friday we are releasing a collection that everyone on the gram has voted on. Um, we called Fine. it the this or that. So we brought out basically some of the favorites from the past year and kind of made them do a, a versus battle with each other. And, you know, it's this tee or that tee, this long sleeve versus that long sleeve, this hoodie versus that hoodie. So everybody kind of voted on these over the past month. Um, we released a this or that like every few days. And uh, we're going to drop the winners on Friday in one big collection.
1: Fun. That yeah. is awesome. I love that. Well,
0: I, I'm i impressed at how you're juggling all this, Chris, to be honest. Like, I feel like I have five jobs and people are often asking me, they're like, how do you find time for all of this? And I'm like, well, this is why I recommend divorce to everyone. But somehow you're figuring <sighs> out. How to how to like have a great family and kids at home and like every and you know two teams and a gym and coaching and apparel lines and and oh, airwave my. and somehow you're doing reels too apparently <laughs> uh,
1: and your I reels just, bonus is so much better than mine
0: I know I'm just like man we, you know you have it all you just you just got it all going on I'm just over here trying to do memes like it's really impressive the Good memes stuff. are funny as hell though yeah but you know it's no apparel line people don't buy my merch they're buying your merch you haven't figured <laughs> out
1: i for the record our latest merch was wicked cute
0: and it's so that sold i'll give That's i'll give that yeah. credit that actually sold but
1: but we don't anyway. know what we're doing we well, like lean into go. other people who actually know what they're here's doing
0: a, here's a great meme idea for you though because if you if this is going to be your last year you have to promise me you're going to do this so Every time an athlete retires, and I'm going to put that in air quotes because you guys always go like, I'm retiring, and then you're back for like another season. But if you decide to do it, every time someone does it, they take their shoes off and they put it out on the floor for their last time on the floor. Don't do that. I want you to take your airwave out and put it on the floor and just leave your mouthpiece right out there. It's going to be great. Um, it'll, mother, be great. Yeah, it'll be great. Yeah, Everybody's like, did he just take that out of his mouth? What the hell? But it'll be a great. Yeah, it'd be a great ad for Airwave. It'd be perfect. I'm all about it. They'll love it.
1: Marketing 101, marketing by John.
0: Just saying, great.
1: (laughs) I don't hate it. You're hired.
0: Everybody leaves their shoes out there. Everybody does that. That's it's that's old hat. Airwaves the new shoes. Honestly, I have
2: I haven't even seen that one
0: with the shoes. No, I don't
2: know. I don't know where where
0: I've been. Pancheck did it. Uh, Sam Briggs did it. Who else did it? Neil. Neil. Neil Maddox, he started it. Neil's he started the it. The
1: well, he didn't start, I mean, like, it's been around in sports forever, but he definitely, I feel like, was the first one that did it at the games.
0: Didn't Josh Bridges do it too? I think so.
1: Did he? I don't maybe. know. I maybe he wasn't there I for that one. Was, I don't know. It's the I was thing. there for it's the, the Neil deal. one, though. I cried. It was yeah. really emotional. It was really sweet.
0: Neil's the man. Yeah.
2: How long know, ago yeah. was that? That had to have been what, like? Um, 17, 18. 17,
1: Yeah. I think 17. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's uh, his second year in the master's division, maybe.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. It was that was a good one.
1: Yeah, it was a good one.
0: Nikki remembers all this little stuff. I can't remember. <laughs> she sees it all. Loud, I don't, honestly.
1: that's not true. I was, I did it. I was working masters that year at teens and masters in the, um, I I always joke, we call it the sweat barn, like that like in between (laughs) area, the (laughs) games where the teens and masters are always set up because the first year, like when they're, when they, when the CrossFit games are not there, they do 4-H stuff there. So like farm animals and whatever. And the very first year we were ever in Madison, I was doing teens and masters in the sweat barn and it was like raining every single day and it was humid as fuck. It was like hundred degrees and heavy, you could like cut the air with your hands and they had not cleaned out the area from the 4 H It was like, it smelled like cow oh. and there was like feathers everywhere. And I was just like, what is this venue? What are we doing here? <laughs> but by the weekend it got better and cleared up and it stopped smelling. But the first couple of days I was like, oh my God, what is this?
0: Yeah. Well, I'm excited for your teams, dude. I uh, have a couple of people in there that are, I would consider good friends. Christine and I hung out at the games a few years back, the year that she qualified for the games in the open, and they disqualified her because of her wall balls. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, she and I were hanging out at the games, and we're wandering through Vendor Village, and they had some sort of push-up contest at this place that was selling Hot Pockets. Now, they weren't real <laughs> Hot Pockets. They were. It was, like, called... Jack's organic something. I she could tell you. I don't remember what it was called. But it was like a hot pocket wannabe, but healthy hot pockets if you could imagine. Ew. Healthy hot pockets. Sure. They were disgusting. <laughs> Let me just throw it out there. They were not good.
1: Just eat a hot pocket. Yeah, but they had a they had At a,
0: that point, yeah. They had a push-up contest and the push-up contest came with a $250 gift card to something. I don't know what it was for hot pockets for
1: hot pockets no, for Jack's no, hot pockets.
0: It, it was for like actual cash or something. And Christine, being the athlete she is, she's like, I'm gonna win that gift card. And she won that gift card, went out there and crushed some amateur on push, oh, just cranking them out. And the funny thing was, is the young woman she was competing against is actually kind of turned out to be a friend and has been on the show before, Nikki. Uh, at some point, uh. I forget what it was two minutes to do max rep pushups. And Christine did a ridiculous number. Like, I don't know. I'm going to say it was like 130 something. And this young woman, like that's a lot.
1: It was a ton. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it was a ton I hate, I hate pushups because I did them too. And she beat me like a drum. And, uh, but this young woman, she did it against got like missed it. by. It. they had to have a, a, a push off off because they tied Oh wow! And yeah, and then she ended up beating this young woman by like one, one push. Who
1: was up. it? Who was it? Uh,
0: Hannah. We had her on the episode with the the three women with the with gals.
1: The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's badass.
0: Yeah, it was cool. Her. And so I told Christine at the time, I'm like, you should just give up this games dream and just go to like vendor villages and just win gift cards because there's <laughs> so much better. You it's
1: know? Probably just as much in winning. <laughs> yeah, it's about <laughs> as much
0: money. You know, if you're not on the podium, it's almost as much money. And you know? Hot Pockets for life. And you get Hot Pockets. Mm, nah, we ain't giving up that dream. <laughs> and, and then, and, and then, because we were in Madison, she okay. was with her gym. And they took me out on a paddle boat. And this can only happen to CrossFitters. We're paddling around this lake in Madison. And it's one of those boats where you're drinking and paddling. You know what I'm talking about? Like
2: Okay, yep, yep.
0: Yeah, you're all sitting around the edge. Oh, and, yeah, and you have, yeah, you have pedals, you know. But it's making the boat go and at some point you know we were drinking white claws like nobody's business it's only crossfitters scam and everybody's getting tipsy and at some point all the crossfitters are like let's let's take this thing out for a test run and see what can happen
1: oh god and everybody
0: just starts pedaling their asses off and they break the chain so now Sorry, we're out the stranded so now we're out in the middle of the lake with a broken chain and thank god unbeknownst to us this thing actually had an engine on it and we got back um
1: of course it does, because love, what if everybody oh, yeah. gets so shit faced that they can't pedal oh, yeah. anymore?
0: It was really impressive. So, so I say all that to say I love Christine best. She is. <laughs> yeah, she's
2: good people. She's energy. Warm,
0: uh, super fun. Uh, she's my people. She likes to drink and cuss like a sailor. I love her. She's
1: <laughs> I can't imagine you liking people like that. I know
0: you? it's hard to believe, right? <laughs> hard to believe.
1: The company you keep, sir.
0: Yep. She's the best. Uh, and then, of course, well, there's Dex. So you just need to hope that the CrossFit well, you Games... Might,
2: you might have to come out for one of our uh, training weekends.
0: I'm down. I'd come out. I, uh, I'll i bring the, the case of White Claws for Dex because that's his jam. And uh, we'll party. It'll be a good time. It'll be good stuff. Sounds good. I'll come watch. I'm not working out, but I'll watch.
2: Yeah. Come have a few drinks. Maybe we'll tie-dye some T-shirts or something. Yeah.
0: I don't work out through
1: a anymore. <laughs> what well, anymore. I I've learned my have so to come for tie-dyeing stuff. You're okay, invited to. Okay, good. Too. I'm not working out, but I'm Ella tie-dye for sure.
0: Where Where is camp? Where are you guys having camp? Long Island. Oh, what? Yeah.
1: Oh, that's fun. Where? No, I'm not super familiar, but where on the island are you guys at?
2: We are in Ronkonkoma, not a not a very touristy destination by any means, Um, but we're close to like a town called Patchogue, uh, Bayshore. There's like a lot of stuff that you can do in those towns as far as like restaurants, nightlife, things like that. You're um, kind of
1: like right in the middle. Nikki, yeah. we
2: just talked about Long Island on the last
0: episode. I know. That's, that's why I
1: asked. Yet. I know. That's why I... Who'd you have
0: from Long Island? We had uh, Meg Reardon on.
2: Oh, Meg. Yes. I'm like 40 minutes from Meg, though. She's in Long Beach, so... She's like
0: right in the beginning of Long Island. We need to make a New York trip, Nikki. There's too many people we know in New York. We should I know. Yeah, do a little tour.
1: I'm totally down. Well it's really easy for me because I can take the ferry down to Orient Point.
2: Oh, you're in Connecticut?
1: No, I'm in Rhode Island, but it's oh, like right, it's right, like an right. gotcha, hour gotcha. to the ferry and then it's like that's a way easier than driving through the city.
2: But... So where where I live in Bayport, the what's the other ferry? Uh, Bridgeport. Mm-hmm. That's literally like just a straight shot up from where my town is. So See? It's like 20 minutes away, yeah
1: Yeah, we'll have to make a trip, John well, You bound. have to come here first Okay And then we can go down together
0: I'll come get you, I'll drive You and Matt can work on your TikTok slash reels On the drive over So you can Perfect. make that 50 bucks So Matt can get yes. off the back
2: Yeah, Making do, do you like a little uh, Northeast tour
1: <gasps> Yeah, I'm totally down you for know? that That'd be so fun
2: that Wait till so it's a little warmer though
1: Dude, it is, and this it's, weekend is gonna be insane. It's, it's so gross. cold. It's yeah, gross. I'm not happy with it. There you go. Well, I'm excited
0: for you, man. It's gonna be a good season.
1: I appreciate hopefully,
0: it. Hopefully, we will uh, we'll get to catch up with you guys at semis. You guys will be at Orlando, right? Yep, yep. Gonna be there for that for sure. Hopefully, Nikki will be working, and if not, I'm just gonna make her come down and hang out with me one way or yep. another. Hopefully,
2: That's gonna be hopefully. an interesting uh, event as well.
0: Yeah, it'll be fun. It will certainly be fun.
1: Let's go to bed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> everyone's so at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I was i was actually kind of wondering at what point Chris would just kind of nod like start nodding off. Give it like one of those bad like my eyes you know, are
1: getting a little heavy. It's time. I, I think, um, <laughs>
0: it's time, I but this has we'll, been fun.
2: This has been great. Yeah.
1: Thank you so yeah. much for coming on. Thanks yeah, for staying for
2: the
0: hours with us. It's nice mm-hmm. of you, you know? Yeah. And nice, the- nice meeting you, John nice meeting you too hey before yeah, we man. uh before we sign off where can everybody find your stuff and I think go i am chris harris on instagram they can hit your link in bio anywhere else they should be looking for your stuff
2: yeah if you go to link in bio you can find all that stuff or
0: uh move fast that'll get you all the all the goods perfect all right well go check out chris's goods nikki thanks for staying up as well appreciate of it. your bedtime of course I'm going to stay out and party for a while. You guys go to bed. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. For everyone listening, appreciate you guys joining, and we will chat with you guys soon.